Hello, welcome. You're listening to Feed, Play, Love, a bite-sized parenting podcast, a place you can find advice, understanding and support as you care for your small humans. I'm Siobhan Hunt. Becoming a mother can be an intense, joyful and confusing transition. The Centre of Perinatal Excellence, or COPE, is dedicated to supporting new mums through this period, and they've developed a series of emails called Ready to Cope. Nicole Hyatt is the founder and executive director of COPE. Hi, Nicole. How are you? Good, thank you. Why did you decide to develop these emails and emails in particular? Yeah. Um, Look, there's a a number of reasons. First of all, um, when you're trying to become pregnant or you're pregnant or going through your first year of motherhood, um, I remember myself many years ago, um, I signed up to these emails that were available around the physical aspects of pregnancy. So they were telling me, you know, that the baby's growing fingernails this week or uh, this is happening or that's happening. But there was very little, if any, focus on emotional and mental health. And of course, we know that this is the time in a woman's life when she's undergoing so much change on so many levels, physically, mentally, uh, her own identity, her own work and life uh, balance, her priorities, all these things are really under focus. And of course, so there is a massive psychological impact um, And while there's lots of information out there about what's happening for the baby, there's very little guidance or support or insights uh, for mums um, about navigating their way through this process. Uh, The other thing that I think is particularly true of today is... um, there's a lot of impact on social media. So we often go into the idea of I want to have a baby or pregnancy with high expectations that this is all going to be a wonderful experience. And when you think, well, where do those expectations come from? Well, they often come from um, beautiful advertising that we see on TV, showing us these beautiful special moments with a baby, uh, these glowing women in pregnancy from all the multivitamin ads. That's what it's (laughs) supposed to feel like in pregnancy. And Often this is not the reality and not people's experience. And when this isn't the experience, uh, people often feel like they're the only ones who are going through this. Uh, They worry that they'll be judged by other people if they do disclose that they're not coping or they're not enjoying their pregnancy. Um, And particularly in the postnatal period, it can lead to feelings of failure or feelings of judgment that I'm I'm not coping or I'm not a good mother. So all these things are stopping women getting help early. Um, There's also a lack of understanding around emotional and mental health problems. So, for example... Uh, because you're going through many, so many changes, uh, it's very common that you attribute changes to becoming pregnant or having a baby. So, for example, uh, we know that one in five women will experience anxiety in pregnancy. If that begins, those symptoms of anxiety, um, it's very common to put it down to hormones. It's just hormones because we're trying to look at the context to understand what's going on. But as a result of doing that, we're not identifying what the condition is. We're not getting the information that we need because we're not putting the right thing in Google and we're not getting (laughs) the support and treatment that we need early. Um, Can I ask as well, you mentioned there, um, you know, advertising and media and social media and the impact that has. Reflecting back on my own experience when I had my um, kids, which was now seven and five years ago, Mm -hmm. at the time... I don't remember being influenced by that, but I do remember having this strong sense that I should know that mm. as a woman, this mm. was my, I didn't, I didn't even think of it in those terms. It was like, I'm carrying this baby. This is a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've had babies for millennial, yep. millennia, sorry. We should, I should know what 
is happening. And it shouldn't be that much impact. But when you mention those things that are changing in your life Mm -hmm. in terms of your body, your um, lifestyle, Mm -hmm. your relationships, it's like, why have we not stopped and looked at all that and the impact it has on women and gone, of course it's going to be mm-hmm. challenging. Yeah. Of course you need mental health support. Like it seems so obvious in hindsight. Yeah, absolutely. And all of those different factors are going to be different from one person to another and even one pregnancy to another. It can A pregnancy can be very different from the next one. And what's going on in your life at that time can be very different each time. So it's very important we understand. We understand the impact of these things so that we can then take control and look at what our options are, recognise what's going on for us and have that insight. And that's exactly why we developed the Ready to Cope Guide. So um, Ready to Cope is a... Um, free fortnightly guide women can sign up to at any stage from six weeks in pregnancy or any stage uh, through pregnancy or in the first 12 months after having a baby. And on signing up, you'll receive a welcome email. Uh, And then depending on where where you are, you'll receive the information that's timely and relevant around your mental health at that stage of the pregnancy or the postnatal period. So it's giving you uh, sort of the heads up, uh, things to be aware of, you know, being aware of your expectations, uh, taking the opportunities in pregnancy to build your village and build your support networks. So we're looking at providing women with insights, credible evidence-based information, um, but also um, empowering them with the insights of other people and what they wish they knew the first time they went through it, what no one told them about, what they would advise to someone else. Um, And of course, it's all underpinned by the national guidelines, but it's really about giving information that's timely and relevant um, to prevent these more severe conditions happening in the first place, Uh, but giving women that sense of empowerment that Uh, they understand what's going on and they've got choices. Whereas at the moment it can feel like things are just happening to me. I don't have control. And of course that underlying feeling of lack of control underpins conditions like anxiety and depression in the first place. I reckon if there was one thing I could say to any pregnant or new mum, it would be to sign up to these. Because as I said, reflecting back, you kind of hit my forehead and think of all the things that I felt during that pregnancy in that first year is actually quite heartbreaking mm, when you mm. look at yourself thinking, I absolutely thought I was doing everything wrong yep. and compared myself and felt that isolation people talk about. Like we've got so many connections online. Yep. But if you think you're the only one that is feeling like the four walls are closing in on you, that you don't enjoy staying at home with your baby all mm. day and just feeding and feeding. Yeah. And then you feel so isolated still in a yeah. day where we know so much. I think it, this email is probably the number one thing women can do for themselves, really. Absolutely. It just makes you realise that you're not the only one who is going through it. People have different challenges. Like some people will tell, you know, struggle with getting pregnant in the first place. Uh, some people are, may have had miscarriages in the past, so they might have a high level of anxiety in their pregnancy and need the reassurance that the guide can give. And um, others will uh, have a history of mental health problems. So it's important to understand that, well, this does increase my likelihood. What can I do about it? What do I look for? What do I do if I do notice signs? Um We know, for example, that 74% of women uh, who experience anxiety and depression in pregnancy or the first year of motherhood don't get help until they reach crisis point. So they're actually reaching crisis point 
before they get the help that they need. And we know from uh, inter- uh, surveying women at the end of the guide when they've gone through their first year of uh, parenthood, uh, of over 85, 86% of women who identified that they needed help actually got help early. So Fabulous. it's really making a change in terms of help seeking. Um, you know, you can go to your health professional in your pregnancy and get a booklet. Uh, if you're unlikely to pick up, pick up a booklet about mental health in the first place because everyone thinks, well, that's not going to happen to me. Um, and also it's one clump of information at one time when it's not necessarily relevant. So this is why the Ready to Cope Guide is really about uh, drip feeding the information that is timely and relevant um, at the time that women need it most. And then, of course, they can go back at any time to a previous email um, we are also just in the process of adapting one for men, and that's going to be available because poor dads don't know what they're in for either. <laughs> yeah. But the yep. information that they need, and the exp- we've um, built these guides but, uh, based on a lot of qualitative and quantitative research with men and women around their experiences, and their information needs are different. Um, and that, that um, research, the qualitative research, is that also what you drew on for those messages that other parents want to give in hindsight. Absolutely. If only I knew then what I know now. Um, so that's what has really informed the need for the guide in the first place, plus uh, the information contained in the guide. Uh, but also you'll see quotes throughout the guide from people to just to make you realise that I'm not the only one going through this. It is common. And in fact, how many people are going through this or that particular experience and what has helped other people in the past? So it's all about um, trying to re- reduce that sense of isolation and that you really are here on your own, but looking at preventative strategies and things that you can do in advance to make that a less isolated or lonely journey and that you're the only one who feel like they're struggling to cope because you're not. And it's true to say, of course, that having children can be challenging, but it is equal parts joyful and amazing, but how much better it can be if you're prepared mentally what's to come. Absolutely. And just having the heads up um, and knowing what, about your options and not waiting till uh, things take over you before you get the help you need. You can take that power and control if you have information and insight. So it's really about giving people that understanding and insight so that they can take control early while they still have the resources rather than waiting till things have happened to them. They have lost control. That undermines their confidence, their identity as a new parent, and really can lead to a downhill decline. So it's really about empowering people with that information as early as possible. Brilliant. Okay, so where can people sign up? Because everyone's going to do that if they're pregnant. Absolutely, or any time in the first year, they can just go to the COPE website or just go straight to readytocope.org.au. They just need to put in their first name um, and obviously when their baby is due or how old their baby is. Um, And then that way they'll know that they'll receive information that's relevant and timely. And you can also skip forward or back to look at other emails. Um, You can share it with friends to invite others to be part of it as well. So really building that village online, but knowing that you're not the only one who might be experiencing whatever it is you might be going through. Wonderful. Well, we'll put those links in the notes of this episode. Nicole, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you very much. That's Nicole Hyatt. She's a founder and executive director of COPE. Um, As she mentioned, if you are pregnant or in the first year of um, having a new baby, you are able to sign up for this. It sounds like a fabulous support. So head to the notes of this episode, click on it, sign up, do yourself a favour. Feed, Play, Love is a babyology podcast produced by Debbie Ning and presented by me, Siobhan Hunt. 
We'd love to hear from you, so if you'd like to get in touch, email us at feedplaylove at theparentbrand.com.au. See you next time.